What's going on? I want you to know I am physically here, but my heart is right on those TVs above your eyes right now. They're up there because I need chaos. I want let Florida look. I know we're here for an NFL show, but the big guy loves college football. Let Florida State win tonight so I can have chaos. Let anarchy reign. Let it burn. I want it to be crazy. I don't want anything to make sense. What's up, new guy? My name's James, better known as the Degenerate 75. I'm a DFS content creator who is here to help you get a little bit better at NFL DFS tonight anyways. If you want picks and plays, you can probably fuck off now. You're not going to get any, but if you want to learn a little bit about the process from somebody who's been doing it for a long time at a relatively successful level, I encourage you to hang around for about the next 30 to 45 minutes. You can also toss your uh, 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 question over there in the chat. Any more than two, I'll kick you in the nuts and boot you out. And if you find you like the cut of my gym, check out that schedule right there, new guy. I do this show every Saturday night, 7 o'clock in the Lord's time zone. I also do Monday and Thursday night football at noon. If you need a little escape at work, I do a Tuesday preview with Tambo. And I do PGA, and I do college football, and oh yeah, NASCAR coming in 2024. For all of you that liked and retweeted over on Twitter, do not let me forget to spin this wheel at the end of the show. For the rest of you, for every 50 likes we get over here, I will be drawing a ticket for one of you to build a ticket with me, which we will put in the Millionaire maker tomorrow uh, and uh, I will split the profits with you 50 50 which sounds like a pretty good deal sounds like a good deal so uh, up to two questions you ask more than two questions editor they're disqualified the, you DQ them okay you dairy queen their ass all right let's get going new guy contest selection I'm gonna tell you right now I'm gonna come at you with a ruru spicy take okay we talk about contest selection every week I highly doubt too many new guys are finding me this week so here's what I'll tell you all right we're not going to talk about the parameters or how many people are in it or what the payout structure should be, but I want you to, I'm, I want you to consider what I'm doing this week. This is part of my process, and you take as much or little as you want. All right, You need to have your own process, bro. But this week, I am going. I know what stack I'm playing. I've known since Tuesday what stack I'm playing. Right, I'm going all in on this slapdick stack. And the thing is, it's not going to be a, a, a super popular stack. It's pretty contrarian. It's not going to get there a lot of the times, but I think when it does get there, it will have the big dividends that you need from your slapdick stacks when they hit. So when I'm going to do that, what I'm going to do this week is instead of playing in the $300 single entry and the $200 single entry and a lot of the other big events, I think I'm going to just start playing in more of the medium level contest. So instead of putting that extra $500 towards those high dollar single entries, maybe I'll go play in the $33 five max, right? Maybe I'll go play some $50 single entries, some $27 single entries, because I want to have more iterations of that lineup. Uh, and because if it hits, I, I don't think that I need that crazy one to hit to go win a very small three, $200 or $300 a single entry GPP, but if it goes off, I think it could win me those ones that may have five, ten thousand people in them, those smaller single entries. Furthermore, I'm also going to take all, let's say I make 20 lineups. I'm going to take all those 20 lineups that I have in a single entry at three max, all the different contests I put it in, and then I'm going to turn around and put it in probably probably in the millionaire maker if I'm being honest, but I think another good one to consider would be like the big $5, right? Where the hell is the big $5, right? Uh, right here, the flea flicker, right? Uh, just go toss, if you if you have FOMO, what if I have the nutted lineup and it only wins $10,000? Just go toss it in here, and if you have the nutted lineup, you'll also win another 50000 and it's just an 100 extra dollars, which may sound like a lot to you, but if you're playing, you know, $2,000 a slate like I am, $100, you know, it, it ain't going to break it, and if you, you know, they have smaller uh, amounts too, so even if you want to go throw your 20 lineups in the in the whatever the the 50 cent contest or something those have some big prizes just in case you hit the absolute nutted one you don't want to just win like a thousand bucks with it you'd like to go win the bigger one right so that's just something to do that's my notes for tonight on things that you could consider with contest selection okay 
Oh man, tell me Brock Glenn isn't starting. Who the hell is Brock Glenn? Oh Jesus, that's not that guy does not look like a dude that's gonna win a football game. All right, of course the one contest you should get in is mine, you mother father. It's a five dollar three max. The editor just put it over here in the chat. It is right there in the chat. Go get in it. It is a flat payout structure. It is a reduced rate contest, and it helps grow the community. I appreciate all you guys. We have not had to. I, I think it's like four weeks in a row. I haven't been, had to be like, hey baby, oh Twitter man, I need you to fill my contest. So thank you for not making me do that. I will do it if I have to, but I'd rather not, Dicky. So just go hop in it now. $5 3 max. Don't be a poor. Also, a quick shout out to last week's winner. Ha! It says, help me, I'm a poor. <laughs> I've never paid attention to that avatar. Edo, that is a fun. You know what, Edo? Because that made me laugh. If you want a free ticket, it's on me. I'd rather you fly the flag, but if you're going to fly something, at least fly something that makes me laugh. Congratulations on winning last week with a 205 uh, point score. I hope you had that in some other contests. Great lineup. Congratulations to the others, too. I see three guys flying the flag. Appreciate you, mother fathers. So go get in it. The editor's already put it in the chat. No excuses. Don't be a donkey dick. Uh, with that, let's get to our prop bets. If you don't know, the big guy's leaning hard into prop bets because in 2024, I'm going to be offering a prop package for less than $10 a month. If you love playing pickums and underdogs and props, or you just like betting on sports books, I got a team of sweaty tryhards who are using our projections and then looking at softness in the lines that the books are putting out, right? Here are some that we have identified this week that we are going to be betting, right? NFL prop pick number one, Pat Fryermuth, over three and a half receptions. When I first saw this and I was like, Am I reading this right? Pat Frymuth was an absolute uh, uh, usage monster last week, a target monster, and I think that Guinea Pickett has certainly solidified that Pat Frymuth is A, back and healthy, and B, clearly his favorite target. I think he is definitely going to be in line for six to seven targets, and he has a very high catch rate. I, I would be shocked uh, if, if, if he's not somewhere in the neighborhood of five catches. Give me the over on three and a half all day. Jalen Hurts under 240 passing yards. There is a chance at some questionable weather. I do think that that Eagles 49ers game could be a little sloggier than people are giving it credit for. And you want to know something? The 49ers got a pretty good pass defense. All of those things factored in with, you know, Jalen Hurts had a big game last week. Go look at his passing yards. He has big games even when he doesn't get passing yards. I'll take the under on 240 passing yards. And lastly, Jerry Judy's longest reception under 20 and a half yards. Like, oh, but he he goes deeps and catch those uh, uh, long ones. Well, yeah, that may be true, but they don't throw him the ball, pal. It's hard to get 20, uh, 21-yard catches when you don't ever get the ball down the field. I'm taking the under on his longest reception being 20 and a half yards. Plus, if you didn't see, Brandon Johnson was activated today, and that could cut into Jerry Judy's role, because now if you have Brandon Johnson, Marvin Mims, Cortland Sutton, and Jerry Judy, I think you could see less snaps for him, uh, You know, and that means less routes run. That means less targets. That means less chances to catch a 21-yard pass, Bob. All right, if I'm going to be that show that talks about the process, we're going to talk about the process, and I just give you all my picks and plays, I better have a process tip every week, right? Just the tip, all right? And this week's is chalk running backs are more acceptable than chalk wide receivers, okay? We all know who the hell I'm talking about, right? There's there's a chalk donkey. Look, I even wore the hat in honor of Zach Moss this week, right? There is a chalk donkey running back this week. And he, I, I, I literally think in some of the contests, especially in the, the higher dollar stuff that I play, I bet he's going to be teetering 50 to 60%. Uh, he just makes so many lineups work, and there's so many great pay-up options this week that people want those pay-up options. And he just becomes a free square for a lot of people when making their lineups. And here's what I'll say. A lot of people say, man, I'm no play by well, if this were a $3,000 wide receiver, I would probably concur with that, right? When you have a punt wide receiver, I am much more leery of them, okay? First of all, they're usually a second or a third wide receiver stepping into a new role that they have not yet established that they can handle. Second of all, wide receivers are much more dependent on this guy getting them the ball called the quarterback, 
Okay, whereas running backs, specifically Zach Moss, are a little bit different, right? They they we they don't have to change their role. They're going to be doing what they always do. They're going to be running and catching passes out of the backfield. That's all they fucking do, right? So they got that going for them. But more importantly than that, we have seen what Zach Moss is this year. Don't forget, Jonathan Taylor didn't play for like 57 weeks to start this year. We know what Zach Moss is. We know what the Colts offense is, and we know how he does in that offense. Shit, we've seen how he does even when Jonathan Taylor was back. So to play Zach Moss chalk is not as egregious as if you were to play, you know, whatever, Marquez Callaway chalk or some shit like that, right? So keep that in mind. That playing, playing that cheap chalk guy that makes your lineup work, it is much more of a sin to do it on a wide receiver than it is at a running back. All right. Uh, if you've ever wanted my projections of my ownership, Go and want an optimizer? You're like, man, I can't afford that optimizer shit. It's like 150 bucks a month. I agree. Some of them are outrageous with the gouging of prices they give you. So, once if I told you that you could have my projections, my ownership, and the best optimizer out there called the Solver, and you could have it all four. Hold on, let me check. Let me check. Twenty four ninety nine a month for golf. Twenty four ninety nine a month for college football. But I have to assume if you're here for an NFL show, how about thirty four ninety nine a month? That comes with all of my. Um, uh, projections and ownership preloaded in there for every single slate and it will help you optimize and I have videos in my archive about how to help you set up the rules and best use it don't be an old don't be intimidated this is the way of the future if you want to have if you feel like you have good player pools but you never make the right lineups this is what these this is what an optimizer does it takes the human dumbass element out of it like me and you and it just says hey you have good you, you, your picks are logic right they are your player pool is built on logic and reasonably sound you're just not making the right variation of it and you know what the solver does that for me I encourage you to look at it all right NFL weather, let's look at it because if you don't know, weather be impacting scoring. I know last week Buffalo and the Eagles still scored 9 million points even in bad conditions, but you know what? I I just that you're paying a lot of money for guys playing in pretty subpar conditions, Bob. You should watch my Appalachian State quarterback tonight. That mother father, he can't handle one drop of rain. Now I'm just going to fumble every play. I'm a dickhead. All right, here you go. First game up uh, that I'm that, that I'm pretty concerned about this uh, uh, Patriots game, right? Patriots, the Chargers at the Patriots. It's saying definite rain. There's going to be rain up in the New England area. This isn't a game you were probably already getting all hot and bothered about, anyways. But now you factor in rain. I think that makes most of the pass catchers in this game almost unplayable. Almost unplayable, right? Well, I'm going to get cute and run a Bailey Zappy stack. Okay, you do whatever the hell you want. Okay, but I'm just telling you, you are already playing a terrible quarterback for a terrible team now in terrible conditions. At some point, there is a point where you're just getting too damn cute uh the other game that i'm kind of worried about the jets and falcons it is saying uh, uh definite rain 81 percent chance both these offenses can be meager i do, it's not getting me off Brees hall or Bijan robinson if i like those guys but if you were considering drake london garrett wilson you know uh for whatever god ever uh, ever reason desmond ritter or some stupid shit like that i i, I, I that rain would scare me off of them right Another one I'm watching, Thunderstorms, Pittsburgh, Arizona. This one, you know, like it, the, sloggy conditions, Pittsburgh's defense, and a pretty subpar uh, Cardinals offense. That smells like a recipe for disaster. I'll definitely be checking in on the weather at that. If I am seeing that it's going to be showering during the Pittsburgh game, it's going to be hard to play a lot of those guys. I think it makes Jalen Warren fine. I think it makes Najee Harris fine. But like George Pickens and stuff like that, I mean, it just scares me off of them. This Washington, this Washington Dolphins game, this is a game that everybody likes. I would really be watching the rain. It was at about 50% chance of rain. Now it's down to about 25%. That's a big one I'm going to be checking the weather on because if, you know, if, if I check it an hour before uh, kick tomorrow and all of a sudden we see uh, Washington is, um, you know, or the Washington area is going to be raining for the next three hours, I'm going to downgrade this game. I'm probably not going to fade it, but I'm probably not going to be like balls deep in it either. 
Uh, from there, I think you want to watch the Bucks. There is a chance of rain there. And the Eagles game has about a, uh, about a 25% chance of rain, right? So those are the ones we're watching right now. Uh, everything else is either in a dome or looks fine. And you know we love dome around here. So uh, just I'm telling you, man, be weather aware. There's just In the NFL, there are so few ways to get an edge anymore with this community being so sharp. One of the big ways you can do it is weather. I will tell you that it, just like last week, the one game that just had terrible weather still went off. But that's because it had like generational awesome quarterbacks like Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Cannot believe I just said Jalen Hurts is a generationally good quarterback. What the fuck? Okay, uh, this is the Rosetta Stone. Yes, this is the I'm a poor YouTube version. You get the black and white version. You want to know what the fancy one looks like? It looks like that. Yeah, that's what all the members get over on the website. It has everything you need in one place where you can read it. In less than 60 minutes, you can have everything you need to make informed decisions to help make your player pool from cash plays to upside to uh, uh, target games, sneaky games, uh, ownership, everything you need. Guys who are on status watch, but you're going to get the black and white shit version here, okay? But it is good. I will still give you all the information you know. Don't worry. Even when you're a YouTube poor, I love you, bud. I love you the same, okay? Maybe not the same, but I love you like, you know, like a second cousin, right? I don't want you, you know, I don't want bad things to happen to you. All right, first game. We have the Chargers at the Patriots. We've already worn. Look, oh, look, we got the little rain cloud on there. You see that editor? That's so cute, that rain cloud. I cannot believe it. Uh, that that's concerning right there. Second concerning is uh, the, <laughs> Bailey Zappi might be starting for New England, which might actually be a good thing. It's going to be hard for him to be worse than old uh, old uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, Mac Jones. What a loser, right? So New England is notoriously a slow team. I'm still interested in Ramondre Stevenson. He has clearly taken over that backfield, and uh, the Chargers have not exactly been just absolute killers against the run this year. I think if uh, New England's going to find any success, it's going to be on the ground. I think people are going to, with Pop Douglas out, I think people are going to want to go play either Thornton, Schuster, or Parker. But, I mean, like, all those guys, I know a little secret about them. I wrote down a little fun fact about them. They all fucking suck. That was the stat I wrote down about them. And you should remember that because, they, they're like, playing these guys is so much more gross than playing Zach Moss. Because what is their upside? They're going to be in shitty conditions with a shitty quarterback and a shitty offense. Like, when, oh, yeah, and they suck. Don't forget that, right? So, like, I'm telling you, like, you're going to be like, but I need the price savings. Find it somewhere else, pal. Moving over to the Chargers, you know, like the Chargers, they have a good offense, kind of, right? But this just seems like a game where they're going to be very milk toast and very plain. Justin Herbert, $8,000. It's hard to see him uh, having the, enough upside to pay off that price tag. Austin Eckler is due for a big one. But, man, I I don't know. I don't know. New England's kind of kind of solid against the run, so I don't know if that's the place I really want to use him. We are watching old Keenan Allen. He's a little busted up. If we think he's going to – I think he's going to play but be a little limited. I think if you want to punt from this game, consider Jalen Guyton. I'd rather have Jalen Guyton than all those Pat uh, Patriots slappies, right? Uh, just some things to consider. Moving on to a much better game in a dome. You know we love dome. Detroit. Uh, you've, you, you've got the goofball at quarterback, right? And then you've got you – know, and, and, and if you want to run – I mean, they got a 26-point total. So if you want to run Jared Goff stacks, I don't hate it, right? Amon-Ra could get there with him. Hell, Gibbs could get there with him. Of course, Laporta could get there. And, if I, you know, Jameis Williams still due for that, that one big game, right? Uh, but I think the more interesting play here is the Detroit running backs, right? Jameer Gibbs clearly is is like the, the guy who comes in second, but that's not always a bad thing, right? He gets enough volume to almost be an RB1-style player, and he gets the more valuable plays. He gets the pass targets, right? So I would not be afraid of old Jameer Gibbs, and I even see David Montgomery. Point is, I think you really want to stick with one of them. I wouldn't be cute in trying to play both of these guys. Heading over to New Orleans, look, this is the big news to me. When a guy gets a concussion on 
a Sunday, I literally never see them play the next Sunday. And let me just go ahead and tell you, Chris Olave got knocked the F out. All right, he was out cold. I watched the game because I had him in my lineup. I'm like, I am Chris Mod. Look at me. And uh, then he died. And now apparently they, they resuscitated him and he's back. And he might play. I mean, he practiced all week. And the word is, is it's like more than 50-50 he's going to play. The good news is this is an early game. I think if Chris Olave plays... I think you get all in on him, right? If he, They're not going to clear that guy if he is not good to play, right? The, the NFL is scared shitless of concussions because of a stupid Will Smith movie, right? So know this and know that Olave could be a great leverage play for those medium-high wide receivers tomorrow if he plays. And New Orleans is going to be in desperate need of some pass catchers because it appears as though Shahid and Michael Thomas are both out. So, like, if, if Olave's out, what the hell are you going to do? You're going to go play A.T. Perry? Okay, go do it, okay? You should probably play A.T. Perry right next to old Juju Smith-Schuster, you donkey. I think Taysom Hill could be interesting here, right? If Olave's out, I think Taysom Hill is a guy that could catch passes, throw passes, uh, 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 catch touchdowns, run touchdowns, and pass touchdowns. Uh, because I think New Orleans is going to have to get clever to score points in this game. And this does strike me as an environment where they're going to have to get uh, clever. The other thing is, is Alvin Kamara could just be that guy that literally just gets 15, uh, 15 uh, 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 targets. And if he gets that, we've already seen he'll pay off his price tag. Moving over to Atlanta at the Jets. This is just a nasty-ass game. And let me just go ahead and help you out right here, right? You want to know the two guys you could – there's four There's four people that should be in, that you should consider putting in this game in your lineup. B. John Robinson, Falcons defense, Brees Hall, Jets defense. There you go. I did you a favor. Like, this is – there's so many choices at NFL on a full 10-game slate. Start narrowing down your choices and just say both of these offenses are putrid. These wide receivers, you know, yeah, they might catch a 40- or 50-yard touchdown and look like they're doing great. They're just not going to get the volume to get there like other games will be able to get there. Also something to consider is come in here and grab one of these running backs and then correlate them with their defense, right? If Brees Hall has a really good game, that probably strongly correlates to the Jets defense also having a really good game. Everybody always thinks of correlation as I play uh, the quarter back and the wide receiver together or this wide receiver and this running back from different teams but they never think about hey what about the defense and the and the running back how those are correlated so consider that moving on to Arizona and Pittsburgh I'm going to tell you I am concerned about Arizona I watched them last week Kyler Murray he, like their offense sucks he looks uninspired he ain't about it uh and now Marquise Brown is probably trending towards out I'm, I'm you know my favorite doctor on Twitter said probably leaning towards out which could open up some value for Rondell Moore and Greg Dorch but how many times have we seen this before where they seem like they're going to be the free slates I'm telling you there's a good chance that Arizona is going to get that ass whooped at Pittsburgh tomorrow uh and they're just not going to have any type of real offense uh, if you made me play anybody, it'd be Trey McBride, but shit, even he's busted up, right? So it's like, God, this is just a real trap spot. Um, I know the line's relatively close, but I think the way the Steelers run the ball and the Steelers' defense seems uh, real, real nice in this game. Over on the Steelers' side, I think Jalen Warren. I think this is the week we finally see it where Jalen Warren finally takes over the lead of that backfield, right? I think Najee Harris is going to be on the field probably just as much, but I do, I'm do. i predicting, our projections are predicting he will outpace Najee Harris in opportunities. Opportunities are rushing attempts plus targets, right? And if he die, he just looks better. If you just watch him, he looks better, right? He got them fresh legs, yep. Uh, wide receivers, I think Deontay Johnson at 5000 is always a good price. Now, if it's raining, I'm a little less interested. Same with George Pickens. And Pat Firemuth at 4300 If he's going to be getting 10 targets every week, I don't give a shit. I'll pay it, right? He's good. Moving over to Indianapolis and Tennessee. This one, you know, this one has the chalk donkey of all chalk donkeys. Uh, oh, there's the Florida State quarterback just getting murdered. Okay, 
uh, Zach Moss. What to do with Zach Moss? Look, I think there's three ways you can play him, right? There's three things you can do. You can obviously fade him. If you're playing a single entry, I think that makes sense, right? Put your stones on the table and fade him. You can go like you can go all in on him. Literally play him in every single one of your lineups, but that's also a little scary because let's face it, what position on offense gets hurt more than any other by a mile? It's definitively running backs. And now 100% of your lineups are dead because he got 1.2 points before he died in the first quarter. Or you can play him and just be a little underweight, right? If he's going to be 60 or 70%, put him in 30 or 40% of your lineups. And if he if he goes off, at least you have a little bit of hedge equity. And if, if he shits the bed, you now have leverage on the field. I think those are the three ways you should, cons- you should consider playing him. Also, if you do decide to fade him, look into Garner Minshew's stacks. They have a 22-point total. Garner Minshew can have some good games, and he basically only throws the ball to two people, Michael Pittman and Josh Downs. That's it. So if you just go skinny stack Garner Minshew, Zach Moss doesn't go off. Indianapolis does score three touchdowns. Maybe Minshew runs one in, throws two, and hopefully they're both the Downs or Pittman. That is the ultimate leverage play because now you have a low-owned stack and you got off the Moss stack. So you, not only did you do well with yours, you directly stepped on the dick of everybody else's chalk. Moving over to Tennessee, old, old skinny jeans Levi's. I'm not about him. Uh, dude, you blitz him. He just falls apart, right? Just melts. I'm melting. Derrick Henry, all you donkeys played him last week, and he luck sacked and fell into the box twice for you and still didn't even have that good of a game. I, still, like, every running back in my pool outscored him. But you know what? It, like, he's going to have one big game this year, and it's going to be on a week when nobody plays him. I was all about him last week till I saw people were playing him. Then I was out. Now I don't think as many people are going to play him, so I might be all about him again. I can't play any of these pass catchers. DeAndre Hopkins gets enough volume to probably justify justify that price tag, but I just don't love it, man. I just think I think Levi's had that one flash in the pan game. Other than that, he's 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 kind of cheeks. All right, Miami and Washington. This is one I'm watching the weather because this is probably going to be the most popular game on the slate in that it has a high total of a 50-point total. It has uh, two offenses that play fast and throw the ball all over the place. Uh, and more important than that, it has affordable pieces, right? Like you can say, oh, the 49ers and Eagles is going to be popular. Bro, you only have so much money that you can spend. Tua is going to be a wildly popular stack this week. He essentially throws the ball to two people, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Everybody else on the team is just there for like, you know, I don't know, for the little digital guys on the side of the Madden screen. But what I think people forget about a Tua stack is like, is it really going to surprise you if Mostert and a chain both have two touchdowns and Miami wins this game 35 to 21 or something like that? There is a decent chance that these running backs are going to counterfeit this pass game. Mostert has been really good when he has a Chan, and a Chan has just been any has been good anytime he's had a pulse, right? So this is interesting. I, they're both priced up. They're going to be one of those, you know, th- at those prices, they're, they're kind of like the Detroit guys where I don't think you can play them both. If you want to try to guess one of them, go ahead. I think that they're probably safer than the Detroit guys just because of that big, huge total and the fact that the commanders suck. But, man, it's tough. The ultimate payoff this uh, payup decision this week, Tyree Kill or Christian McCaffrey? I don't know the answer, but Tyree Kill, when he's when he's at home, is an absolute animal. When he's on the road, he will have a flop every now and then. So just based on that, I would be more probably open to Christian McCaffrey, who outside of getting injured seems basically uh, uh, flop-proof, right? Don't forget about Jalen Waddle. He also is a guy who could have a very, very nice game here and could get overlooked under the massive shadow of Tyree Kill, which is hilarious because I believe he's 5'2". Going over to Washington, I think Sam Howell getting up in the 6,000s is going to keep people off his scent a little bit, but he is at home. They do have a pass-forward offense, and he's likely to be in a script where they're going to be playing catch-up. If you do that, he basically throws the ball to, to four guys mainly, right? The three wide receivers, McLaurin, Dotson, and Samuel, but then also Logan Thomas. Yes, I know they have other guys, Deami Brown, who the hell ever, but those guys, they're like marginal, right? You, you can't play every single guy you can throw the ball to. He has four main targets. 
Uh, Antonio Gibson's a guy that does some third down work, but I'm not trying to stack Antonio Gibson. Brian Robinson is a guy that easily could get game scripted out here. I think there's the like a lot a lot to like about Washington. Problem is, they, they, there's so many mouths to feed, you're going to have to probably play a lot of iterations of them to get the right combination, right? Moving over to Denver and Houston, a lot of, I mean, this, this, might, this might actually be the, everybody's favorite game. I said that other one, but the, the difference with this one is it has a more competitive total. There's less of a blowout narrative here, right? And you have Houston with a 25 uh, and a half point total. CJ Stroud at home. I do think Tank Dell is going to play. I do think Tank Dell is going to be about 100%, but I am worried about re-injury, right? Once again, getting this from my favorite doctor off of Twitter. From there, I think Noah Brown could be limited or may not be in. Uh, and, and if he's out, I think I think Nico Collins and Tank Dell, you almost are going to want to have one of those guys in your lineup because Houston has had a, a very efficient pass game, and those two guys are good, Bob. They are good. So to, to just fade those guys, I, I think you're playing with fire, right? Last week, I wasn't fading them. I just went Nico Collins and got lucky that he had a slightly better game than Tank Dell. But they're just too good to fade, especially at home, especially against Slapdick Denver. Uh, another interesting piece could be Devin Singletary, but I think Pierce is back enough just to like pierce his stats. And of course, you can always run CJ Stroud uh, stacks, especially if Dell or or Brown's out. You just run CJ Stroud stacks, just stack Dell and Collins, and just hope he throws it to them. Also, don't forget that uh, Schultz is out, so Brevin Jordan probably becomes the best punt tight end on the slate at just $2,500. We don't know what his role is going to be. We can only project, but he is the starting tight end and one of the five best offenses in the NFL so far this year. Over for Denver, I mentioned earlier Brandon Johnson got called up, which I think could hurt Marvin Mims and the other receivers to a lesser extent. But when he was uh, activated, when he was active earlier in the year, he was getting plenty of touches. Bob, Javante Williams, you know that guy just, you know, he's just playing games with my heart, right? He just does this to me every week. And what I can't believe is how many people are going to play Russell Wilson stacks. I'm hearing rumors that it is going to be the most popular stack this week. It kind of makes sense. He's going to be in a slate, or he's going to be in a, a, a script where he's going to be behind and have them play catch up. But like, I don't think he has great wide receivers, and I. I also think he sucks balls. So, you know, I would rather play somebody that maybe like has shown to like have a pulse. He's not quick Russ that runs around and makes miracle plays like he used to be. So uh, you guys have fun with that one. Moving over, we got the afternoon games. Carolina at Tampa Bay. Once again, we're going to watch the weather on this one. Who to play from Carolina? I guess Chuba Hubbard had a nice game last week, but, I mean, he really got there on efficiency. Miles Sanders is still there enough to just stick over his upside. Adam Thielen being down to 6,600 is interesting. He's finally getting priced again where if he starts becoming a guy that gets 12 to 14 targets a game, we can pay that price. But, man, I'm really starting to wonder if, like, Bryce Young's soul is broke. Like, as the NFL just took his soul and ripped it out. Uh, you could get cute and play Sullivan or Thomas as punt tight ends, but why would you want to play punt tight ends for them when you could go play the punt tight end from the Texans? For Tampa Bay, I think Rashad White is in an absolute smash spot here. There, uh, he's against a team that can't stop the run. He's sixty-three hundred dollars. He is a workload. Uh, um, for uh, he's a he's a usage monster for Tampa Bay and like you know they're going to be in a good script that's like everything you want in a running back I, he's going to be popular but he won't be too popular because people are going to play Moss people are going to play McCaffrey so they can, you can only have so many running backs in a lineup right from there we got to watch the the Godwin news Chris Godwin's banged up if he's out I think that gives a nice bump to Trey Palmer I think Trey Palmer uh, becomes that second wide receiver and we've seen him having a little bit of success as the third wide receiver so maybe you know he's a guy who could step up to that second receiver and I think it also makes Mike Evans just that much more likely to get every red zone uh, target uh, and Kate Otten could also be a guy that benefits remember just because a wide receiver's out doesn't mean other positions can't benefit from it right Moving over to the big old, big old shot game, San Francisco and Philadelphia. Sorry, I'm watching Keenan Coleman just be a, be a man-child out there. He's so hurt. Okay, Brock Purdy, 
$6,100, a laughable underprice for a team with this total and a game that could likely shoot out. He's going to be a very popular stack for good reason, right? Brock Purdy is good. He has weapons all around him. He doesn't try to do too much. Christian McCaffrey at 9,000, to me, it's like you either want him or Tyree Kill in a lineup, right? Like you want one of those guys in all your lineups. Uh, he is definitively the safest, best running back on this slate. They use him in every way possible. He rarely leaves the field. And even when he does, he still seems to come back in and steal the touchdowns. A wide receiver, it's simple. When, when Debo Samuels, when they make a point to get him the ball, he is still the alpha. When they try to line him out and have him play normal wide receiver, he's not that guy, pal. He's not that guy. So when they do that, like it, it really adds a lot of value to Ayuk because Ayuk is that guy when they line up and play wide receiver. And I also think George Kittle is just the forgotten about guy. 6,200, nobody wants to pay that price for George Kittle this week, but the projections love him. I think he's going to be a very sneaky play that could break the slate for you late in the afternoon, and I don't think anybody's going to have him in this game. Philadelphia, I mean, Jalen Hurts is a manimal. The man's a manimal, and the best part about him is Goddard's still out, so he's only going to throw the ball to two guys. He's going to throw it to A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. That's it. That's all he's going to throw to. No one else. So I would just skinny stack his ass and hope that you hit the right one. Is it going to be an A.J. day, or is it going to be a, uh, a Devonta day, right? That's the only question. I do think an interesting way to come in here and try to counterfeit this game is play DeAndre Swift, but I did that shit last week, and let me tell you, he ain't that guy. Like, he just, game will just gets, he just gains too well, and it kills Swift's upside, right? So I think if I'm getting in here, I'm getting part of this Philly passing game. I think it, coming in and just grabbing a one-off uh, A.J. Brown is interesting, or just grabbing a one-off Devonta uh, is interesting. But, you know, if you want a skinny stack with Jalen Hurts, I wouldn't blame you. Double stacking him, you could, but just know you've spent like half of your salary on three guys. The last game, and not as bad of a game as you would think. The game is in a dome, and uh, the Rams. I told you this. I told you this on the preview show. Like they they have a functional offense again. Now that we have Kieran Williams back, like he makes their offense so much better. And Matthew Stafford can now play action off of that. And he has Puka Nakua. He has Cooper Cup. I think. I mean, Cooper Cup seems like eighty percent of what he used. To, no, probably like seventy percent of what he used to be. Uh, but I, and then they've also got Higby. So like Matthew Stafford is still a top 10 quarterback in the NFL, right at the top 10 when he has a real good run game, right? When he has that to set him up, he can still throw lasers, right? He's still got that game. He can't make it happen on his own anymore, but he can do it when he has a functional run game. They're in the dome. They're going to have good conditions. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't mind getting a piece of the Rams. If you didn't see Joe Flacco signed with the Browns, I, I didn't even know. I, th I thought Joe Flacco was dead. Uh, but he is going to be starting at quarterback. It could be a good thing. Honestly, he can throw the forward pass better than DTR that, or, or PJ Walker, whoever the hell they had. Uh, that, that, I, that I promise you, Bob. And he's 4,600. Wouldn't even hate him with a little just disgusting stack with Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, or uh, Najoku. I think those are all viable options. And I think you also shouldn't forget about Jerome Ford. He's just a guy that continues to be pretty good. To be pretty good, right? And, and the Rams, they're not afraid to give up a little bit of, little bit of yards, okay? So there you go, guys. That is the breakdown of all 10 games tomorrow. Three late, seven early. Let's get to the drawings. But before we do, do not forget to come check out my site, DGen75. This is the perfect month to just sign. Go sign up for one month. We've got all the college bowl games. Uh, we it, It'll carry over back into PGA. And uh, we still have, like, what, five weeks of NFL left? It's the perfect time to sign up. Have everything you need. You should be able to get everything you need, all the tools, all the content, tools like the Rosetta Stone without being price gouged. Imagine putting more money into your DraftKings lineups than you give to your local tout site every day. What a fucking concept. Uh, oh, yeah. Celebrate all my winners. We had another great week. All those motherfathers flying the flag. I appreciate them. Let's, this is for all the people right here on Twitter that uh, uh, liked and retweeted. Editor, draw me one name. I only see 77 likes. If we get up to 100 likes, I will do a second drawing from the chat, but you motherfathers better start hitting the like. Editor, draw one now. The winner from... 
I bet, I bet this guy likes golf. T to greens. There you go. Reach out to me. We'll build a lineup for NFL, you mother father. Thank you for retweeting. I'm going to get over here. I'm going to answer some questions on here at the bottom of the chat real quick while the slow-ass editor draws a name. Remember, more than two questions, you're disqualified. All right. Let's get to some questions. If I don't see a question mark, I'm skipping your ass. Paul Marino, the quarterback. Uh, it's, it's Dan's little brother. All right. You love to see it. There you go, uh, Paul. Reach out to me. Uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, give me up to 100 likes. We'll we'll do another one, you motherfathers. Golf a sneaky stack. I actually, you know, like just going over the show earlier, you probably heard Chad in my voice. I'm pretty warmed up, Jared Goff, right? I mean, a 26-point total, that's a big total, right? They're going to be playing in a dome, and uh, New Orleans is a better team at home than they are on the road, and I think they will push Detroit. So, you know, you, you just got to kind of ask yourself one question. Are you going to get bad touchdown variants with the Lions running backs, right? If, if Montgomery's going to rush for two touchdowns, that basically kills Goff's upside because Goff really, really needs those um those those touchdowns because he offers no upside with his uh legs right so that's what i'd say to that let me scroll back up to the top real quick you mother fathers uh carnage in college football texas versus Alabama. yeah i i, I want it. give it all to me give me that chaos i was gonna do that every time there was a florida state player but i swear to god i didn't remember seeing any florida state players <laughs> hold on we we had to have went over a florida state player right come on there's no way I did all that and didn't go over a single Florida State player. Come on. Come on. Who's a Florida State player on this slate? There's got to be somebody. There's got to be a Florida State player somewhere. Is there, is there really not a Florida State player on this freaking slate? Where's Jameis when you need him? Uh, oh, my God. Is there, is there really not? Somebody help me out. Somebody tell me a Florida State player on this slate. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going to answer some questions down here. Are you wacko for Flacco? Not a chance, pal. If Olave is out, how disgusting is stacking uh, both New Orleans tight ends? I actually don't hate it. I think I think they're both pretty good plays if he's out, actually. I, I would stack those two before I play any of their slapdick wide receivers, uh, Viking Nomad. Do I need to still uh, – do I need to believe in the Lions? Yeah, I, the Lions are going to score points tomorrow. The, the Lions are like a team you should want to target every week because they're good at offense and they let everybody score. That is a magical combination, Bob. All right, highest owned quarterback. I am hearing uh, that it is actually, you know what? I'll just go right over here. We'll go right over here to the solver. We will go to quarterbacks. We will look at my projections. We'll look at ownership. We currently have Brock Purdy slightly ahead of Russell Wilson. There you go, Bob. Kind of things you can do when you have the solver. Uh, all right, tell me why I should lock Tyreek in 150. I, don't, I mean, he, he, if he were at home, I would say go ahead and lock him in 150. I, I don't, it, it, he puts up, he'll put up some stinkers on the road, Bob. Can Detroit make uh, Car look? Uh, can Detroit make Car look good, or is it impossible? Yeah, no, that's impossible. But they could make the Saints look good. Don't confuse those two things. Uh, do you uh, do you do early or late slate? More main slate. Do you like? Oh, I do main slate, uh, Jason. I just don't like. Uh, I just don't like to early and late. I kind of like to just think of the whole slate because I like to think all week about it, right? And um, I, I like to think of it in totality. It's just something I've always done. I've had success at it, so why change it if you're having success? But at the same time, if you're having success in early and late, I would say that's what you should do, right? Uh, there we go, Dalvin Cook. Dal Dalvin Cook. There you go. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins went to Clemson. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, unless you're talking about another Hopkins. Uh, let's see here. Good call on Dalvin Cook. But you should not play Dalvin Cook, all right? But Florida State just got a sack. Let the chaos rain! Let it rain! Okay, sorry. I, I just like that music. Um, all right. Uh, I know this uh, college football related NFL Hawkeyes. Yeah, no, they're going to lose. Um, 
CMC, do a 50-burger or lower ownership you in? Yeah, I mean, wait. Do for a 50-burger and at lower ownership? I mean, he's only – I don't think he's going to be that low-owned, Bob. I think he's going to be higher-owned than you think, Jason. But, yeah, he could have a great game. I'm, I'm not – he'll be in my player pool, Bob. Have you tried NFL Superflex? I have, but i, I just too busy to really give it all my time. Uh, is Najee a pivot off the Chalky Moss for only $600 more? No, I, I really think that uh, Warren's going to outperform him tomorrow. That would be, be my biggest area of concern. What should I shoot for a cash game winning percentage? Obviously, 50% keeps you afloat, but should I also be more – uh, but should it also be more to cover GPP losses? That's up to you. You know, I, I, I play all GPPs, but I understand that I'm going to lose about 75 to 80% of the time. But those weeks that I win, I can pay off all those losses. I've done it long enough and have enough perspective to understand that. If you don't, if you haven't done it long enough, well, then you should probably be something like 80% cash, right? That's where you should probably be if it bothers you. Do you ever repeat lineups in a single entry? Is it always a variation? It's always a variation. I don't, yeah, because I, I, I want to have more variations of my player pool. So that's what I do, right? Uh, best show out there, new guy. Hey, thanks, multiple tank syndrome. Not even sure what the hell that means. A Hal stack, Samuel and McLaurin. Yeah, but don't, don't forget about old Johan Dotson. Don't forget about Johan Dotson. Uh, and don't forget about uh, our boy, uh, 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 what the hell is his name? The tight end, what, Logan Thomas. Jesus, okay. Uh, would, you be, uh, would you be against us playing CMC in 20 and 20 lineups? No, but just know anytime running backs can get hurt, especially Mr. Glass. Tyree Kill or CMC? Uh, I mean, I guess if I were making one lineup, I'd probably go Tyree Kill, but I, I, I'm going to have them both. Bruh. What makes good chalk opposed to bad chalk? Um, if, if I play it, it's, it's good chalk. If I, uh, if, if, if I don't play it, it's bad chalk. Uh, I'm kidding. I, th- th- it's really, it's just something you have to learn over time. There's just really no other answer than that, Bob. Uh, what do you use for your prop plays? We just use our projections and then we look at the, and then we go look at the lines and we see where the lines are the most off from what we're projecting. Nice hat, big guy. Hey, thank you. You got it for me. Um, viable one V one secondary stack. What secondary chalk at wide receiver do you think would be viable in a 1v1 like Devontae Smith or Debo? Waddle versus Dotson. Yeah, I mean, I, I would go Waddle versus Dotson. I just really like that game environment, and I'm pretty sure that's going to save you more money if you go with that second one. I'm pretty sure. Weather didn't affect, uh, didn't affect Buffalo Philly game last week. We caught, yeah, I mean, well, I already answered this, Rob. Whenever you have badass quarterbacks, weather doesn't impact them as much. I already told you that, like, it's not going to probably stop those two, but anything that I can do to try to get me off of a chalky-ass game, I'm going to use to justify it, bub. All right, minimum uh, one Miami piece tomorrow against terrible Washington D. I, yeah, I would, I would probably have a Miami piece in every single one of my lineups. Can I uh, can I ask two questions? Yes, but any more than that, you're booted. Uh, with the new uh, with the rain in New England and the Chargers, wouldn't you like New England's defense? Sure, I, I, I yeah, and I think you could pair them with uh, uh, Ramondre Stevenson for a little correlation. Focus on the dome games with the weather issues. Well, I, I I think it's always smart to focus on dome games, but I, I don't think that you should completely ignore some of the outdoor games with good weather. How do you feel feel about a gross Flacco stack? I mean, I think you're just getting too cute. Like, what's his upside? 18 points, maybe? I don't know. And that would be good. That'd be 4X. But, like, he's never going to get you 30 points. Is it ever smart to go two tight ends to be different? I don't usually like it on main slate, but sometimes I'll do it. I did it on the Thanksgiving slate. It worked out well for me. Eating the Moss donkey chalk? Uh, Probably. Taysom Hill weak with the Saints pass catchers banged up? Uh, Yeah, I I like that. Especially if Olave's out, Taysom Hill's going to be up my shit, bub. Is the Rosetta Stone an optimizer? No, it' a tool to assist you with the optimizer, right? So, like, this helps you make your player pool. You go in here, and it has all the information, and then you take your player pool over here, and you put it in the optimizer, and it'll make the best versions of that player pool, right? It just helps you make the best versions of your player pool. 
All right, let's see. Uh, Z-Train says, wide receiver two stack week. Uh, Debo, Waddle, and Devontae. Wide receiver two stack week? Yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a, Those are three guys I could get behind, Bob. Uh, uh, AT phone home? I don't think so. I don't think so. You play him. I ain't. Flacco stackable? No. Uh, the only Patriot I would play is Stevenson. I concur. Is the Colts and Titans a sneaky shootout? I think, I mean, I wish the game were in the dome, but I, I, it does kind of feel like that. Will Tiger Woods win the Masters again? Sadly, no. Do you need at least one guy going in the late game? You don't need one, but it, it, it sure as shit is nice to be trying to track down people as opposed to watching people track you down. That I can assure you, Bob. Uh, would you lean Moss and Fade since the Titans are really hard to run on? Uh, would you lean Moss and Fade since, yeah, I don't. I, I, I guess. I don't know what the, your question's asking. Tyreek versus CMC. Why not both? I mean, you probably could. There's enough cheap options on this slate. You could definitely get them both in there. But you better, you're going to have to hit on two or three punts would be what I would say about that, right? If Denver wins the game, will you give them a little respect? No. Uh, sorry, they suck. I'm kidding. Like they're they're actually turning into a decent football team and they win games, but I'm just here for the fantasy football and they suck. You want to hear me talk about how I feel they are as a team? I will do that uh, tomorrow when I'm on Pat Mayo's show. Best advice for someone switching uh, mega field GPPs to get higher buy-in, uh, larger GPPs. Uh, best advice for someone switching from mega field GPPs to just higher buy-ins, larger GPPs. Don't change your process, right? Whatever whatever you've been doing, a lot of people when they start playing higher stakes, they they freaking get nervous and they start changing everything they do stick to your process don't get scared because you're putting more money down on one lineup stop playing players uh and start playing narratives especially in showdown love it uh what are some of your favorite uh games you would like to go in on and grab a piece of yeah i mean a lot of the the, the obvious ones i like this uh i mean you're gonna see it on the stone but the tennessee game the washington game and the houston game are three really good ones i'm gonna have a part of flacco stack i've answered a thousand times you guys do whatever you want i think it's stupid um all right looking for questions all right uh not too much experience with single entries is it wise to fade moss or eat the chalk i think in single entries there probably is a pretty good path to fading moss because i think he'll be 70 percent in a lot of those single entries and anytime a guy especially a running back is 70 percent you know like even if he gets 12 points that's such a marginal score you can still outpace him and i would say something like 60 or 70 percent of the time he is probably going to score less than 15 points right so like uh, there is a real path to fading him Everyone loves uh, Brennan Jordan. Uh, I think it's Brevin Jordan. Uh, and Ian Thomas on Carolina, only tight end, good pivot. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I think you can fade them both. Uh, Brevin Jordan seems like uh, if, if I see him getting any ownership, which let me go look at ownership. What do we got him at? Uh, shit, we got him at 11%. Yeah, I'm not falling for that fucking trap, Bob. I mean, I would play Brevin Jordan if I had a CJ Stroud stack, but that would be the only time. Uh, I see 96 likes. I better hurry up and get out of here before y'all guys get me to 100. Who's the big guys four team in the college playoff? I hope I hope it's no, I hope it's no Texas and no SEC teams, but I know that's impossible. I just want somebody to be butt hurt, and I want it to either be Georgia, Alabama, or Texas who's butt hurt. If it's any of those three, I'll be happy. Uh, Jameis, Dalvin, kickers, and defensive players. That's so sad. That's all they got. <laughs> no wonder why they can't beat Louisville. There's no, there's no vowels in Louisville for all you that don't know. Bijan going to get it going this week? I mean, he, he's starting to look pretty good, but that's not the easiest run defense in the world to go against. What game do you think is underrated to go off? Uh, I'll, go, I'll stick with this Colts and Titans game. Sure, sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, 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 sure, sure. 
All right, uh, saw full practice for Olave. Yeah, but it's he has to pass the concussion concussion protocol, which is which is different, right? Any best ball? I got one that's qualifying right now, and it is sneaking up, and it is a super Dallas Detroit stack. So if it could somehow get to the final, it'd be live. There goes Michigan, Michigan running to the house. Man, is that guy gonna get tracked down by a freaking kicker? Is that a kicker tracking him down? <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Finn's D as an alternative to Finn's skill guys. Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I, I'm just too scared to completely fade the Finn's, man. Any love for Guyton? Sure. Especially if I get word, if I think Keenan Allen's going to be limited. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be out, but if he's limited, sure. Carr one time? Sure. But it, just know that he'll let you down. Is fading Tyreek a silly idea? No, I, I, I think you could get there. I, but I do think you're probably going to want to be pretty open to maybe playing Waddle or CMC with those savings is what I would say. Any interest in Jawan Johnson and Taysom Hill? Already answered it, and yes, I like it. All right, editor, I see 100 likes. Give me one more drawing, mofo, and then we're out of here. If playing cash, do you need to play skinny stacks? Uh, yeah, I don't Yeah, I don't even really think you need to stack, Bob. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, oh, my God, Louisville just went for it, didn't get it. Let's go. Let's go. Hello. All right. Uh, yeah, you don't have to stack in your cash lineup, right? Matter of fact, usually in cash, a lot of times it's kind of just try to get eight good guys um, and don't worry about them being correlated with each other. Do you think my Bills can at least circle the wagons uh, this week? Sure. The Bills got a, little bit, got a little bit of heart to them. All right, Teddy Boss, our final winner. All right, guys, thank you for being here. Don't forget to go hop into my contest, which was in the description or in this chat, and it's in the description of this video. Do not forget to come check out my site. Perfect month to sign up um, and uh, uh, get everything we have to offer. It's going to be a good month for us. That I promise you. It has been real, guys. Thank you for being here. I will be back Monday for the Monday Night Football Show. Until then, uh, I will see you later. Go Florida State.